Mia Uni, Uro Neno Iki, Enra Via Chibanai, Miyu Yabo. That's the Shipibo translation for Hello Ayahuasca. I'm here tonight to continue with my process. I'm Gox, and welcome to the Miyu Yabo podcast. Taken from the intro Shipibo translation, Miyu Yabo means my process. This is a platform to capture real life ayahuasca healing journeys documenting the highs and lows, and sharing the lessons that arise at the unlikeliest of times and in the unlikeliest of places. My aim is to create a comprehensive library of experiences that will help people who are thinking of embarking on their own personal adventure, or those who are already in it and looking for new perspectives to help them along their way. If you like the following episode, I'd love it if you clicked follow And also, it'd be gratefully appreciated if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested. None of the content within this podcast is intended to encourage the use of illegal substances. Anything discussed in the episodes are for information and educational purposes only, and all opinions expressed are that of the individual. None of the content should be taken as medical advice, and should not be used as a substitute to any psychotherapist, healer, or shaman. Psychedelics should not be used by some individuals, Therefore, always consult a medical professional prior to proceeding with any experience. My guest for this episode is Roman. Now, this is another special one for me because Roman was on the same retreat as me and he was one of the very first people that I met uh, when all of us were gathering in the hotel lobby uh, waiting for our transport to arrive that was going to take us to the uh, retreat center um and i felt like i just as soon as i started speaking to him you know when you just get that feeling we just go i like this person uh, just really you know just such a warm personality and just made you feel comfortable and just somebody just just feel good being around um the connection also felt like uh i don't know it was just a funny circumstance that kind of happened uh, to feel like for me that my connection was closer to him so in our first uh, day at the retreat center we had an evening where we went and had a evening in the malocca for the first time uh the day before we did our first ceremony so you're kind of you're all supposed to be there uh, well, I don't know what time it was maybe 7:30 or something so it was all dark so we all just kind of wandered down at uh towards the team meeting uh at the at that kind of time so you just kind of went in for the first time and then you just went and just picked a bed and you just went and sat on it so we're just sitting down um and you know i was one of the earlier ones so and then people were kind of randomly coming in and they were just kind of filtering and going in different places and then i just kind of looked over on the other side of the room uh and there was roman that was in a bed and then there was a spare bed and then on the other side of that bed was um the person that i had mentioned in my 
podcast who I met on the plane in uh, Paris on the way over. So I obviously felt a strong connection to him as well. Um, and I just thought there's two people over there, one of them that I'd already had a really strong connection with on the plane, and the other one that I felt like I was uh, drawn to. And there was this bed between the two of them. So I just thought, I've just got to go and take that uh, bed. And that was us setting the places of where our beds were going to be for the rest of the retreat. So all of our ceremonies were from those uh, in those positions. So uh, the four ceremonies we had, I had Roman as my uh, neighbor. So yeah, we truly went through it all together. Um, he has a really remarkable story of somebody coming to this as a complete psychedelic novice. Uh, so I knew I had a lot of respect for him straight away because that takes an awful lot of courage. Um, courage being the theme. Um, so yeah, I don't want to hold up this uh, too much longer. Uh, it's a really great conversation um, and I really, really hope you enjoy it. Roman's got a website called The Pistachio Experience where he hosts his own podcast and has a blog as well. So if you'd like to check that out, hop on over to there and I'll put a link to the website in the show notes. Thank you so much for um, stepping up to the plate uh, and wanting to be a part of this uh, project of mine, the Me, You, You Both podcast. Uh, I said this on the last episode that maybe I think I need a new introduction. <laughs> like I'm always saying the same thing. I need to go and script something, but uh, it's ex it's so good um, to connect with you again, Roman. Um, we were on the same uh, retreat, uh, first timers, uh, so we both mm. kind of went through uh, the same starting process, uh, both of our journeys, again, as everybody's journey is so different. Uh, we've been down very different paths, um, but we both started at exactly the same place. Um, I remember the uh, day very well that we were in the hotel reception waiting to get picked up uh, and uh, met you for the first time. And and you said to me, uh, no, I've never done it. I've never done any psychedelics before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Um, and it was like nothing. And you're like, nope, never nothing at all. Um, and that is one of the key reasons I, w I wanted you on anyway. Um, <laughs> but, but the, that is actually one of the biggest reasons why I wanted you on as well was because a story capturing the psychedelic novice with mm. no experience, what that's, what is, that, what that's like to be driven to it in the first place and how that plays out um mm. again this is all about i said this is your platform to share whatever you want to share however you want to share it i'll do my mm. best uh to uh 
facilitate or uh, ask questions. I'm sure there's going to be quite a few questions, but the other thing is, so you came at it from a complete, you know, unknown point of view about what it's like to step into one of these spaces. Um, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to take up too much of what you're going to say, but I know that you've then gone from that to a second retreat. Um, mm. and you are looking, you're soon to be embarking on a third retreat. Um, yep. so I'm really interested as well to know what it's like and capture the story of what it's like to go through the process, um, go through your integration and what it's like to be called again what it's hmm. like for that call to come in you know what it's like then the second time when you know what it's you know, you know your first time for everybody it's it's the first hmm. time and then the second time it's like okay you, you've got a whole different perspective and then what's it like to be called again and <laughs> so yeah without asking you any specific question then hmm. how would you how would you like to describe your story starting where does it start for you hmm. um so before i answer this question which uh is a great question so <laughs> many me, questions give me some time give yes. me some time to think about it <laughs> well, but, um, yeah, but, but, but uh, again don't hmm. yeah it, i guess that's just an overall thing of that's what i would hope us to kind of be able to discuss over this whole this whole period there's no one particular mm. question it's just a of case course. of saying yeah that's that's my introduction mm. over to you I, um, i'm off just tell me when it's yeah. tell, tell me when <laughs> go it's and get stopped. a cup of tea <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah <laughs> um no first of all um, thank you so much for for thinking of me for um uh, for even considering me um to be part of this um, I told you just before we, we press record, I love this idea. Um, I think you're the perfect uh, host for this. Um, so yeah, uh, gratitude um, from me to you. Thank uh, you. To, to, to be able to share uh, my story and uh, to be talking to you. That's great. Um, indeed, the first time in 2018, um, this is how long we know each other now, um, I, I went to the jungle and embarked of this lunatic <laughs> um, um, experience um, and I remember very well us standing in the um, uh, in the in the lobby um, of the hotel airport I forgot what it was but um, and all these these characters um, and fairly quickly um, especially on the journey in the bus I realized that um, I'm really unique not for any special reasons but i was literally the only one who had never done anything i think um ecstasy was the the only kind of mind altering substance that is kind of classified as a uh as a psychedelic um and now the experts uh, debate whether it's it's supposed to be a psychedelic or not but hey ho um yeah it was a um it was a strange period coming driving down to um, to the retreat center um luckily we had a very special guest as our kind of uh, um you know the special guest dennis mckenna was there who for me was the one who who gave the pedigree to it yeah i agree yeah. I rem mm, um i remember or maybe i i should start even before why i even went 
<clears throat> so the retreat started on Sunday. A week before, I sat on the couch at home and said to my, uh, my partner, look, I think I'm going traveling for six months. She said, what? <laughs> Fuck you, Will. <laughs> and um, the, the reason why I said that, because I, I, I think I was um, suffering some kind of midlife crisis, identity crisis. I, I didn't know where I, I'm supposed to go. I, I was unsure who I am as a person and um, uh, potentially also um, maybe unhappy in, in the relationship. Um, but deep down, I was unhappy with myself or something in me wasn't, uh, didn't feel confident. So um, to save our relationship, Sarah said, um, look, why don't you go and drink ayahuasca? And um, um, in our circle of friends, we, we've always talked about it. Um, not always, but every now and then we, we spoke about this magical potion that apparently um, the shamans in the, uh, in the Amazon basin drink. And I kind of knew what it was, but, but didn't really know what it was either. So um, by the time she mentioned it, I said, actually, you know what? That's a great idea. So I, on Sunday night, I started searching. I didn't really, because I, I knew that the, the, um, the majority of the retreat centers were in Peru, or the, that's where anyway the medicine is, is from. So I looked there, but there wasn't anything. I think I found a couple of uh, retreat centers that would offer later on in the year and we went in november didn't we yes yeah we did, so yeah. it was then for for the next year and uh, that's also how my mind in in these kind of scenarios works i need to have i needed to be there yesterday so yeah. i i went to bed next day um i woke up and i remembered um um i remembered a podcaster talking about uh um this place in, in costa rica And I thought, okay, he he seems um, all right. Let me let me check it out. And in fact, I, I did find uh, I find uh, this place. And on top of that, they're starting a retreat next the the, the coming Sunday. So this was Monday, six days before. Um, and I saw that Dennis McKenna, um, followed by Dorian Yates, <laughs> would go. So two weeks. So I thought, this is great. Two weeks is enough for me to combine kind of the ayahuasca experience and going away long enough to have a, a traveling experience. And boy, little did I know <laughs> how far I travel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, so that was a Monday night. Monday night is okay. If I, if this, the, the I think as it turned out in the end, this was the last bed, the, the last room, um, um, the last bet if it was still available Tuesday morning and I would find a, a flight and they accepted me I'd go by Tuesday night I had booked everything and had done the, the intake call so that's um, truly fate and if you um, you know you often hear um, people say that um, um, you will you will drink the medicine when you're ready or when you're called for it, to me there's no doubt that this was you know the, the The universe aligned the path exactly for me to be, and you know, to meet you, to meet uh, um, other people. Um, it, it was it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, so this is how how I decided to do it. Still to and then um, Tuesday night, you know, the the funds were paid. The um, 
the, the flight was booked, so there was no return. So I started researching, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which is probably the, the best way around. Yeah, exactly. And, and unf unfortunately, YouTube is a great place, but um, um, back then, ayahuasca um, was still the, the majority of of the the videos were very much about how oh, it could be dangerous and you're just puking and so basically it listed all the things that that do happen but without context mm. so and and if you hear from the outside or you you lie there um uh you drink this this tea and and then you puke your guts out well factually that's true but it's so far from the from what actually is happening that that you know it it doesn't reflect the um the actual healing side of this purge um so I kind of started having more and more doubts and, and worries. Um, but then I found a, a couple of videos that actually explained it a bit better. Um, and um, the more I learned about Dennis, um, I realized, hey, um, I think I'm, I'm fine here. So fast forward, um, um, I did a, actually, well, I did a juice cleanse um, because I didn't have time to do all the dieta. You know, mm. it was five days before. And also, let me say something for, for whoever um, is listening to this. Uh, don't do it this way. Um, I think the, those, especially for the first time, I think it's really important to to follow the dieta, to follow, to just give yourself fully into the, the whole experience. And the experience starts from the time you make the decision to go. And then you, you know, you, you cut out certain foods that you enjoy. You cut out sugar. Um I don't want to go about the, the um, on about the whole list, but I think it's important to to adhere. Yes, absolutely. You need to go into mm. it with respect. Um, absolutely. Totally. If you don't get go into it with respect, you get your ass kicked. Uh, you get you might get your ass kicked anyway, but <laughs> yeah. get, get your ass kicked with respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovingly. Exactly. Mm. So I, but I felt good. Um, once I arrived in um, uh, in San Jose, although I remember I arrived Friday, I think. So yeah, I arrived Friday night. So I had Saturday um, just for myself, and I went into the town and I tried to kind of do a bit of sightseeing. But all that was on my mind is um, that I would meet a bunch of uh, strangers and drive with them into an undisclosed location in the jungle, and that already. With my, my my social anxiety that I have, I I find it difficult to meet new people. Although once I meet them, I love it. But my mind in the beginning always says, "Oh, you know, the self limiting beliefs and everything that comes with it." So all day I was wandering around in San Jose, beautiful city, but I haven't really taken much in. Um, couldn't sleep that night. Um, yeah, and then Sunday we we were met in the lobby and, uh, and off we went. Um. So just yeah. Just, so this is mm. just just jumping back to where you said. Um, so we left the lobby. You were in the um, tr in the bus with us all, and you were thinking mm. that was when you realised that you were unique, and you said you hadn't done any psychedelics. <laughs> did that? Well, did, did that Mama told me I'm unique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did that? Did the, did the thought of oh everybody else has done something before? Did that? make you think oh my god i shouldn't be here or were you just like no i'm unique and i'm happy with that well <laughs> um 
it didn't make me think, oh, I shouldn't be here, but it made me think, oh, well, maybe I should have experimented uh-huh. with a light dose of mushrooms or, um, or, or uh, you know, so, someone said, oh, I, there was one person who had done every psychedelic under the sun and he seemed very confident going there. So I thought, well, maybe I, I, I overstepped my mark here a bit. And um, to anyone you speak to, ayahuasca is kind of the, the holy grail of psychedelic experiences. There's a few others that you can mention, but uh, in total, with uh, w- with the whole kind of package that, that, it, that it comes with, um, the shamanic experience, um, the magic, the, the the healing power, the community, all that it's um, it's unique uh, in that case. So I guess I I did think, oh boy, what's coming? <laughs> um, but at the same time, and 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 this is what I also enjoyed. Everyone was really helpful in giving me advice. Um, no one was holding back anything. No one um, said anything. Oh dear, ho, Roman, good luck. <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. Or you know, um, um, of course, there were some uh, at a few points. Uh, um, those with a bigger sense of humor, they they, they laughed. About, we all laughed about it. Mm-hmm. But it also made me feel kind of uh, um, special to be in that position because I something I I do love in general in life. I'm approaching something. Um, I don't want to say naively, but maybe um, with a childish, childish approach. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know anything about something, well, you can just let let yourself, you know, uh, take it as it comes. Because there's no no preconception. I don't have any judgment about it. I I I, I had no idea, literally no yeah. idea, uh, what yeah. would come. So that was, um, I think, uh, actually, it's not a not a bad thing. Yeah, I remember when you first told me. I just remember just. Well, not thinking anything. Um, well, I, I, I guess I just thought this—that's cool. That's that's mm. really cool, and like, good for you. That was what my oh, thanks. That's what my first <laughs> feeling was. There was never anything like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" You. It was never like you idiot. Mm. What, are you, what are you getting yourself into? <laughs> I was more worried about what I the hell I was. I was thinking, what the fuck am I getting myself into? I'd already started <laughs> shitting myself out t- about twelve hours before then. Um, mm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think I needed that kind of um, radical stepping out of my comfort zone at that point in life. You know, yeah. I, I was so firmly um, um, uh, stuck in, in in whatever rat race I I built myself. I needed this uh, this huge uh, um, um, the challenge in many ways. You know, a personal, um, spiritually, physically, emotional uh, challenge that that uh, would lie ahead. And yeah. you know, again, in in the bus, I didn't know. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, okay, here's something psychedelics. There, their mind expanding, or they would reveal something. But what what really would unfold, I had no no clue. Yeah, none of us do. So mm. <laughs> cool. And surprisingly, I'm now kind of making just a little jump, but I'm happy to talk more about the first experience. But this doesn't get any easier. It mm. didn't get any easier the second time. Now um, that I'm approaching, we're about a month away from one and a half months before we go down to Peru. I guess the I'm a bit more at ease because I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little more at ease because I know what's coming 
and I'm shitting my my pants because I know what's coming. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I I'm fully aware of uh, the hard work, the, uh, the the pain, the suffering, the the laughter, the crying, the love, the tears, um, all, all that um, that will unfold. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't make it any easier once you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I um. Um, especially the you know have a lot of respect Soltara, um, the play they do it very well for first timers. Um, it's uh, uh, you're well taken care of. You have the um, the Western um, pleasures of a shower and um, and air conditioning and all that. So for me that that was nice, you know, to um, um, to feel at least I have some some Western com comforts and feel safe in in that space also. Yeah, but I um, after all the 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 kind of getting to know everybody and um, I'm having the first kind of initiation talk where where we all sat in the Maloka. Um, I remember Monday night first ceremony, and they only gave you this this you know very little little bit of the medicine just to get you uh, um, acquainted, accustomed to it, acquainted. Yeah, yeah. It's a basically a handshake with uh, with with the mother, and it's true. Um, you really feel a, a sense of uh, um, of inner connection. There's something that entered your body, entered your your spirit, um, um, and it was surprisingly beautiful to me. But I kind of you you um, you're sitting in this dark, um, beautiful ceremony hall. You hear the, the the jungle noises outside. You have these twenty um, or somewhat strangers lying around you. Um, these very respectful and uh, and beautiful um, healers sitting in the middle. Um, by the time everyone drunk, they they um, uh, how do you say they they um, uh, turned off the candles. You don't turn off. How do you you don't turn you, off candles? What do you do with them? You blow them out. Oh yeah, you, you blow out. You the blow candles. them out. <laughs> okay. Extinguish you turn the candle. Off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, extinguish. <laughs> And then I was lying there, and then then for for a brief moment fear crept in because I thought so. I'm I'm now taking one of the most potent psychedelics in the middle of the jungle. I have no idea where I was because they drove us there. It's not that that we drove and we had some kind of you know idea where we went. Um, on top of that, twenty strangers who could have been <laughs> all in on it and uh, and their murderous uh, band of cannibals. <laughs> um, But then uh, the beauty of the mind, it, it takes you to places that uh, that you thought are never possible. Um, yeah. And uh, it was such a beautiful, serene night. Um, and I'm, um, I'm grateful that it was such, a, such an, easy, um, um, an easy way to meet, to meet this space, you know, to meet this mm. space physically, but also spiritually. Yeah. Um, Still, at, at moments, I thought, oh, so, but but what does it actually do? And then again, um, we had some voices in the group who said, oh, this is not in, this is not right. Uh, why didn't we trip bolts? And um, but I remember you and I we were both saying uh, the next day. Actually, <laughs> we really enjoyed this kind of easy, <laughs> easy entrance into this uh, um, into this week. Um, but. I also um, vividly remember that I was ready for more. 
and uh, and I was looking forward to the to the second night to to see um, what's out there. What 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 does ayahuasca really do? Yeah, mm. yeah. Because I know that I, yeah, me personally, I was like, I was like, okay, I got through my first ceremony, but then I'm like, oh, but I didn't have the first ceremony. So I was hoping by the end of the first ceremony you'd be like ready to like go, okay, now I know it. But then because we didn't experience it as such, mm. you're just like, I've got to, I've got to go through into my first ceremony again. Um which mm. didn't which strangely didn't make it easy, but I, my journey was all about fear. Um mm. and uh and getting to that, getting through that. So yeah. Mm. But again, the second night for everybody was totally different. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, it. Uh, um, yeah, the, the place was uh, was a different place. Suddenly, uh, the energy, the um, the movements, the 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 noises, mm. um, it was unbelievable. What, <clears throat> and then we can go into the spirituality and and kind of the this this mind manifesting side of um, of psychedelics in a moment, but. Um, I was surprised by how normal it all felt. You know, next to you had people purging um, um, in many ways. Uh, so not just vomiting, but, you know, shaking, crying, um, flailing, um, or hopefully on the toilet uh, doing big number yeah. twos. <laughs> um, but it's all sure. part of it. And, Mm. I'm pretty sure I remember one moment where I think it must have been quiet for a bit and maybe you were like drifting about and then all of a sudden there's just all this vomiting was just erupt mm. and I think because where I was I was right behind me was the alleyway to the toilet and it mm -hmm. sounded like somebody was out there and it sounded like something just hit the wall or something I was like what the fuck was wow. that <laughs> it was just it was all just like yeah. it would just it would just be moments of really calmness and then all of a sudden mm. it would all just kick off and then you're like what mm. the hell's going on here um mm. yeah an interesting it was an interesting night that night um mm. so how did that um how did your first experience into that space then play out um for you so your first experience really and Yeah, I, I, um, it, it took a while for for me to really realize, because then also, you know, I didn't have any um, any reference mm. what a psychedelic experience is. So for me, it was it was kind of a, especially in the beginning, I I was kind of, so I I took I took reference in the things that I I I listened to and I heard. So visually, what's changing? What am I seeing? Um, what do I feel? So I try to kind of make sense of it all, but but th that's the mind doing it. So mm -hmm. almost the ego is trying to create this sense of awareness of of what should happen yeah. or, or shouldn't. But but that's not how it works, fortunately or unfortunately. Um, but I remember then I was outside trying to kind of um, 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 actually move my body to see what what will come up so i went outside towards the toilet um and then there's a little bridge and i walked from 
It doesn't really matter for, if you don't know, but uh, from the from the side of the, the the Maloka to the toilets and to the left, you would look into the valley and then over into the um, onto the um, is it the or well, the ocean, mm-hmm. and and out of my eyes I saw a dragon, and then but I I you know you know these moments when you when you look at something you don't re- um, re- uh, register uh, instantly you look away and then instantly your brain goes oh no 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 there is something and you go so I I turn my head back again and there was this kind of Chinese dragon just um, hovering in the distance. And I thought, this is so strange that there are dragons in Costa Rica. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to really, um, um, it took me a while to realize, oh, here, this is it. This is my, uh, this is the the medicine showing itself to me. Mm. And I, it was just i can't tell you in 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 three d time how long it uh, how long i was out there but it was uh, the most beautiful moment to witness this uh, this dragon and we were kind of interacting there wasn't much of kind of language passing between us but almost again getting to know each other my hunch is that that the medicine showed itself through the dragon but i couldn't really i couldn't make much sense of it because it was quite overwhelming to me and then i remember um one of the facilitators who were still holding such high uh, regards um who helped me tremendously um in in these uh, uh two weeks and she she kind of i, I told her about it and she she just said okay just enjoy it now. Forget, don't make sense of it. Don't try and analyze it. Don't put your mind to it. Just with your heart and with your soul, enjoy it. And I looked at it and really uh, kind of kind of said, hi, how are you? Kind of, you know, uh, making, making contact. And out of nowhere, I had the most freeing um, projectile purge out into the... Um, uh, out into the into nature, and it felt uh, something was released, and it and, and I think it was um, kind of my my desperate need to to attach something to to what I see or experience, instead of sometimes you just feel into it. Don't you don't need to understand everything, you know, from a from a um, intellectual point of view um and uh i mean they say one of the things is not to put too much emphasis on what you see in ceremony mm. because mm. you have to i mean for what you say is just enjoying it um for that moment and the experience uh because the meaning may or may not come many weeks months years down the line that's a good point how um, and and I remember in the first week, every time I uh, I kind of talked or, or explained my uh, uh, my experience was through through, through the visual um, kind of lens, and that's also normal, you know, for everyone who experiences um, psychedelic the first time, um, you would, because what you see is is so breathtaking. Is so bizarre, so so beautiful, that 
the the the, the visual um, context is um, is unbelievable, and quite rightly so. Uh, more experienced um, um, passengers, pasajero, pasajeros. I'm trying to say the Spanish word, but <laughs> failing, failing desperately. Um, but you know, more experienced um, 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 travelers. Um, for them, the, the 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 pure visual is not important anymore. But it's the underlying feeling. What what or what does it? What the meaning rather? Um, it wasn't until um, a friend of mine, um, and he was also there, um, said to me, um, "It's not about um, the what." But it's about the the why or the how, right? Mm. Um, and it took me a while to to understand. But um, but even in life, um, I think it's, it's you can you can apply this in life. Um, what happens to us is is almost meaningless because we can't. Um, there's no point in 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 changing it. We can only uh, the only thing we have control over is how we react to it. So instead of asking, "Oh, why did this happen to me?" Um, um okay this it happened um it why is 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 meaningless but but let's see what we can take from from it right mm, yes um and um the ayahuasca experience and and the message of uh, of mother ayahuasca is very similar um i think it's more about um um the deeper underlying meaning than than the beautiful beautiful visual imagery having said that you know there there are also um moments during um ceremony that the the visual component is very important and because as humans we are um visual beings um we communicate through unfortunately language which is always the limiting <laughs> the limiting uh, um uh, part but also through through um through visuals we we, we if you say something to me i have a visual um, image of it Or at least I create an image in my head. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a balance that you have to to strike. Yeah. So did anything uh, further? I mean, so we talked about this the dragon, which didn't have. It wasn't so much about attaching any meaning to that, but during the rest of the ceremony, or maybe even kind mm. of maybe the rest of the week or something, mm. were there any? It's like things that you could say that you really connected with to say there's a here's a lesson that actually create uh, manifested itself that you were mm. sure had a meaning that you were then this is a tangible thing that you can say I need to go away and integrate that mm. or did it not yeah was it was yeah, yeah. it less like that if you know what I mean. Um, no, uh, that happened on on Thursday. Um, so during the actual ceremony, I had this um, um, this vision of me um, standing in front of my loved ones. So there was family, friends, um, um, fiance, and I was shouting at them. Like being angry at them, blaming them for things. Um, yeah, very, very. Uh, so I was very negative, and 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 blaming them for. I, I don't remember for what, but you know the typical thing that if something happens, you blame the others. You don't look uh, um, within. 
And that kept going, and I, I, I thought to myself, why, why am I so angry at them? But I didn't understand. It wasn't necessarily that that was a bad experience as such, but I, I kept thinking to myself, well, why am I so angry at them? What did they do? And then it turned into a uh, the, the kind of the the image um, or the the, the, the visual, visionary part changed, and I was hacking away at a at a big wall, and I just sensed that. The other people were on the other side, so my my loved ones were on the other side. But I tried to get through, and I had you know a classic, I think you call them a pickaxe. Yeah. So you went, uh, uh, you know, I was hacking it, and no matter how much I um, um, uh, I, I picked or hacked at it, the the wall or the stone wall wouldn't wouldn't collapse. And then I kind of I came out again, and I said, "No, no, no! I need to, I need to break through." So I caught the. <laughs> I said, "I need another, I need another dose. I need to go back, back there, and keep hammering away." And she said, "Oh no, Roman, I'm not sure. We are almost uh, um, at the end of ceremony." And I said, "Please, please, please! I'm really." And I, I backed her for it and said, "Okay, I give you a small one." So I drank it, and I wasn't really able to to go back. And it was kind of a, I felt like in being in, in limbo. And then, you know, as it always, so often happens, the someone, one of the facilitators, I believe, um, closed the ceremony. And I kind of was, I felt I was also back to, to normal, quote unquote, consciousness. But left very unsatisfied. So I went... Um, back to the, the kitchen area after the ceremony and I should have in hindsight and I'm spoiler alert um, I should have stayed in the Maloka but I, I went up uh, we talked a bit um, with the others and fairly quickly I des decided to go to bed um, in my room that is not back in the um, in the Maloka so I went uh, up to the room um, lied down I think I even managed to have a shower um, and I lied, I, I felt nice and clean, although I'm not sure, well, it doesn't matter whether I had a shower or not. Um, and then I, I laid in bed and uh, thought, okay, let's, uh, let's relax. It was a, a heavy night. Tomorrow we can, we can reevaluate. And I took a breath, I breathed out, and with this breath, my whole essence, from the ability to speak, to move, to remember my name, uh, feeling of my body, any sense of self dissolved into nothingness, and I even um, felt that th that even parts of me realizing what happened dissolved, and panic set in. But I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even. I, I, then at one point, I I kind of. Um, um, I had moments where I thought, okay, but I, I'm in a room with other people, so how can I contact them? But there, there was nothing for me to. I didn't have a body. I didn't have um, speech to to ask for help. I didn't have, uh, you know, the the ability to tap a finger. Nothing. I didn't even know who I was. I didn't know where where I was. Were you still and, in um, the? Were you still in the room? Or yeah, were, well, um, um, I think I was in the room, and but I I wasn't. But Roman wasn't there, right? Mm. So my, my 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 essence was there. Now I know it was um, a classic case of uh, ego dissolution. Mm. So everything that I attached with myself um, was uh, 
was gone and and the fear and uh, it i didn't panic but i just feared that uh, that i've i've just had too much and uh, um, now here we are and it took me until i then surrendered into it and said okay fine Wh whatever it is now if i'm gone if it's gone too far then hey ho here we are uh, my parents know i love them uh, um, uh, no one will will miss me for too long it's fine and um I'm I'm lost in the in the astral somewhere. <laughs> Maybe Dennis McKenna, the experienced psychonaut, will will be able mm. to find me. Yeah. Only then, um, suddenly, it uh, kind of my the 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 cornerstones of of me were resembled back together. I didn't sleep a single bit that night. I was just lying there in amazement of what just happened. Yeah, and and also shows how much attention I I gave to to roman you know the 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 physical body the um the the idea of roman you know uh, was was quite um, quite profound and and losing that was was f fear inducing but at the same time necessary to to realize okay there's more there's more to me than than just this this version that i'm i, I kind of created it's just this is just triggering. Um, have you heard or read or the Bhagavad Gita? Yeah, I um, I, I have it. I I tried to read it. <laughs> Actually, I have it as a, as an audiobook, um, okay. which most of my books at the moment are consumed um, on the auditory plane. And the Bhagavad Gita, I think, is a book you have to read. Yeah. Um, I just think it's funny because I only found out about it from Cordy about a week mm. ago and I've got my book a new obsession I'm reading it and I mean I haven't got very far but straight away the, one of the first things it talks about is that true self mm -hmm. um, and the self within and the essence within and the body is not real and it's mm. the essence inside that's real and it's called the Atma um, mm -hmm. and I'd already previously kind of had some kind of partial connection to that um but it's just interesting i mean immediately you speaking about that experience mm. it immediately connects me to that theory um mm. that that sounded like my interpretation of what you were saying mm. was that that is immediately everything every physical thing that relates to you is gone and it's straight down to that core of consciousness Mm. and showing you that that is what is possible or not even that's what's possible that is what is mm. yeah uh, the, the 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 second bit the the, the isness of uh, um the the all-embracing uh oneness that we all face and i i um, as much as i um love ayahuasca and i know it's not the place and we, i'm not going into detail but there were other experiences afterwards with with other medicines that reinforce this understanding of um, um, the ego, the mind, and the body are are wonderful tools to navigate um, this reality. So the, the 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 reality that we've created around us is um, needs this avatar of body um, um, of ego to keep us safe. You know, the mind who, who creates judgment 
I, I personally think that judgment is not necessarily something bad, but it's something that you know that we we have developed over millennia in order to to keep us safe. Um, if I see a bear or a tiger running at me, my judgment sets in and says, "Okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z." Right? But um, now, if I if I see Gordon and he wears green pants, and I judge him for wearing green pants or trousers, depending <laughs> which side of the the pond you are. Um, uh, um, you both. know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows in which dimension we're talking about? <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, but 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 this judgment um, serves no one. So so there's a um, anyway. This is my theory uh, mm. developed in my head. It might be wrong. Someone will probably um, prove me wrong. Um, but it doesn't matter. It's 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 what it means to you mm, that's important. Mm. I agree. And um, yeah, this um, um, the beauty of the um, of the ego dissolution is the is actually not necessarily a, a loss of something, but it's an integration into a much greater universal truth. It's returning back to source, and once we we discover that, um, well, we are part, we are one part of something much greater. And here comes the a very common um, kind of quote you hear. Um, we are the universe experiencing itself, right? Mm. So we are. if we all come from one place, then each one of us is just a different version of that place. And if, let's call it God for now, because we can all kind of, you know, make sense of what that means. Um, but if God is the eternal being, the the oneness, the source, then yeah, He would create uh, Roman, He would create uh, Gordon, He would create Dennis McKenna, and 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 so forth, and He would then in, in these experiences He would give them ups and downs and left and right, and you know uh, there's death, there's life, there's happiness, um, um, there's all these experiencing because well. The, the, this is the the plethora of of the, the experiences we have at our hands. So why not experiencing them? Yet what the, what I feel what what we are doing is we're giving too much attention to it. And I'm the first one to to raise my hand and say, uh, yeah, I'm doing that. You know, when I'm when I'm experiencing a depressive moment, then I'm attaching my very essence to it. But but my very essence is not experiencing a depressive moment. In fact, I in this moment I think, oh, I'm depressed. No, no, no. Right in this moment, I have this 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 experiencing uh, this experience of depression. But my 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 essence, my source, my soul, my my oneness, that that's just laughing at it. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you, ego, attaching yourself to to depression. <laughs> Yeah. So, what would you sum up then that you took? Was that the key thing that you feel like you took away from your first retreat to take home? Um, mm. Is that how you would sum up your first? Is is there a way of summing up your first retreat and what you took home and what you needed to integrate when you were home and how did? Mm. How did you integrate it? Uh, mm, to be honest with you, the um, uh, 
the integration process for me was uh, was the most difficult because I really, really underestimated the importance of integration. And regardless of what um, uh, of what psychedelic medicine you choose, um, and regardless of how uh, how important it is to, to let's say you, you definitely want to to drink ayahuasca, the the actual um, um, drinking of the medicine and going through the six hours of of psychedelic experience is diminishing small versus the um, the hard work it takes to integrate this in in this real wor world, right? When you come back home, when you when you meet your friends, when you meet your family, when you meet your partner, when you go back to work, when you kind of um, inevitably step back into the rat race, that's where the the difficulty lies. And um, I struggled because the first time I felt like I'm I'm an astronaut coming back from from not even Mars from Andromeda. And coming back here, and 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 I I remember because I um, the the retreat ended on Sunday, and Monday morning I took a flight home, so I arrived back in in uh, in Germany Monday night, and by Wednesday I went uh, to meet a friend, and and he was like, oh yeah, how was it? Okay, good, yeah, yeah, no, let's go uh, go here and there. I have a um, I'm doing this and that. So I said, yeah, okay, let's go. And and I was I was in this kind of bar or so, and I looked around and I said, but guys, do you not realize this is meaningless? <laughs> What we're doing here is utter utter nonsense. Why can we not sit down and talk about how to make this world a better place? Instead, you're drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. But what, what? I, I couldn't understand. Um. But obviously, it's also unfair. It was unfair for me to to expose myself into this uh, the situation. But I, I, um, yeah, as I said, I, I had no idea how how important integration was. How important it is to to slowly, you know, step foot <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> so it, it's funny. This this has just kind of come to to my mind that I was on a so during this week I was on a Zoom call with work, and mm. you just kind of um, contemplate the journeys that we've all been on over this last number of years and where we are now and the realizations that we have all come to. And everyone, you know, maybe in religion, you might kind of have some kind of tangent similar to this kind of thing. But I just had this image of, you know, speaking to the people on the Zoom call and like, oh, what did you do this weekend? And I was like, oh, yeah, I contemplated my connection to my true self. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just think, they'd be like, What the fuck is this guy on? And <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah. you just, you just contemplate. You just go, how different? I mean, I'm projecting that these guys are unenlightened, mm. uh, and they're just mm. kind of part of the rat race, and they're just kind of going through all the motions of everything. And then you start, if you try to start talking about some of the things that you have come to realize, you just realize just how you've got to keep it to yourself. Um, I mean, one of the quotes that I wrote down in my book prior to all my, you know, all my research that I did, it was like 10 things that I said, I wish I'd known before I drank ayahuasca. And one of them was saying, people will think you're a freak mm. when you, when you're telling them about it. Um, mm. so it's really about picking who you tell, but yeah. 
as well. Uh, I, 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 um, um, I want to, I want to challenge you on this. Okay. Be, uh, also, no, no, this is, all, this is my podcast. I don't mm. get challenged. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm pressing stop record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to um, cut this out. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm going to challenge you in the most, um, sympathetic way I'm, I can, I possibly can because I agree with you. However, mm. um, I think it's our job to be the freak. Mm. Because if, again, going back to, um, to, to the actual medicine, um, we, we are overstating um, the medicine. But uh, apart from you know, the integration being a very important point, um, um, or even the, underst the, the understanding of the deeper meaning of what the medicine is telling you, but the sense of community that is there. And, and I was um, shocked by how close I got to the 20 people that I've never met in my life. Never. And by Friday, we were we were brothers and sisters. Truly, you 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 would go into the trenches for them. You would you would um, you had no problem sharing your deepest secrets with them. And then you realize, okay, the, the, these are in a, in effect twenty strangers, but I can I can speak about love and connection and community and and forgiveness and gratitude without being looked at. A complete freak, and I, I feel that deep down, these are very, very common traits of the human experience. So deep down, we all crave love. We all crave um, um, loving kindness, right? So words that that affirm that we are that we are amazing. And I'm not saying this out of out of arrogance, but but when I say to you, "Hi, Gordon, I love you," right? That's a nice thing to say, and it's not diminishing. It's not, you know, I'm not attracted to you, but it's it's it it states your worthiness as as another human in this world. Why is this so difficult? And this, I guess, it could be potentially a downside of um, call it awakening to to your true self. But but suddenly you go, okay, no, no, um, to tell someone I love you is a it's a nice thing. It requires a certain amount of vulnerability towards myself, and and through our conditioning, this uh, vulnerability means that that we are weak. But in effect, it's the opposite. It makes us just stronger, because once I'm once I tell you all my all my demons, all my shit, um, what, what what else is there for you to attack? You you know it already, or at least I'm fully aware of what my my demons are. So if should you find out, demon <laughs> Excalibur? No, that's not a demon. That's a sword. <laughs> I can't I can't think of a great name, <laughs> but but you know what I mean. You know, then there, there's no there's no point of attack. Mm. There's only a point of love, because I've already unpacked mine. So now I invite you to unpack yours. Now you have done this already, so you understand what I mean. But if we now suddenly become the freak to our colleagues uh, or or people that we meet in the streets or um, um, in the pub, f I think outwardly or at first we are the freaks. But when they go home and think about um, that, you said to them, "Well, I contemplated uh, what my true self is, or how I can uh, become a little closer to my true self." They will laugh at you, but then they will go, hmm, who am I? And I wonder how can I become a 
little closer to who I really am. And I don't know whether that's right or wrong, but I think that's then our responsibility to mm. to share this uh, this 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 love, right? Thank you for that. I think that's uh, and that's great about these conversations. Is that I just said one funny little thing. Um, I just thought oh, I'll just do that and then we'll move on. But what you <laughs> what you've just given us is a beautiful um, summary of just something that, of your perspective of things. But mm -hmm. what, as soon as you said it, though, I was like, that's a that's almost like a great caption to say it's our duty to be the freak. I think that's what you said. Mm. And I was just mm. like, I was almost like, whoa, that's, that's, <laughs> deep, that's deep, man. Mic dropper. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, I, I, I'm like, at some point I'm going to put out to you uh, how you would, sum, what would you like the title of your episode to be? And I'm just like, mm. let's call it that. It's our duty to be the freak. <laughs> Yeah, and the 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 um, look at and um, recently I've been really interested in learning about perception. So, to to me, if if I meet someone and uh, and this person goes, oh yeah, I've been contemplating um, consciousness, and and who am I? Who I who I who am I uh, within um, the vastness of consciousness? that's a pretty uh, um, taxing thing to say, right? You you, do, you don't say this very lightly to anyone because exactly of what you, you know, what you said. But for me, I would high five, I would give them a hug, I'd probably kiss them a, a little bit and be happy that I met this person because now, now we can leave all the bullshit because I don't care whether you had a bad day at work. Actually, I don't know, tell me why you had a bad day at work and then we can get over it. But, But there are much more important things to to talk uh, with each, uh, with each other. Um, so maybe maybe yeah, you 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 picked up on something. Maybe we have to be freaks. Yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. I guess it it's that element of ourselves when we're being vulnerable about being rejected, um, mm. and that's just the key thing of going. Oh, there's that one of the key things about being really different. That's just being way off the wall and just saying why well, you wouldn't. It was just, I guess it's, it's, it's again about the inappropriateness of throwing something like that out there mm. in a, in a situation where you're like it's unlikely to be the the chances of it being uh, received in the nature that it should be received is 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 low. Uh, so yeah, yeah, but but that's, uh, but you you may, you're creating a story around it. Okay, and yeah. I agree with you. You know, mm -hmm. it's um, uh, the the likelihood is always there, mm. but um, but you can only meet someone as deep as you can meet yourself. So by by being able to to to, to say to anyone, even at the risk of being seen as the the idiot, the the fool, the freak, whatever. Um, but at least you're true to yourself, and every time you do it, you know it feels a little bit more comfortable. And I admire mm. people who who walk through life with with no shits given about what other people think. I wake up in the morning, says, "Oh God, now here we go again." I wonder, everyone I meet likes me. <laughs> It's a yeah. constant, you know, a constant rattering in my mind. But it doesn't matter. 
and I recently I, I, I listened to this or I read this beautiful quote and um, I don't know who by so I could take credit for it no, I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, have no plagiarism on this podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah I will have no I will not have it <laughs> um, um, so um, uh, the people who mind don't matter but the people who matter don't mind mm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, even if I say something completely outrageous, you're a person in my life who matters, right? So you don't mind me saying something outrageous. And if you do, you're, you know, we can have a conversation about it. But you wouldn't necessarily go around and, you know, when we hang up the, the phone, at least, I, I mean, maybe you will, but <laughs> let's hope not. No. But you go to your wife and say, my fucking God, Roman said some bullshit on this podcast. I don't know why I invited him. <laughs> So, do you know what I mean? But but my ego might say when we hang up, oh God, I hope uh, I hope Gordon liked this uh, what I said. But because you matter, you don't mind. Yeah. And if you if you uh, if you did mind, well then then you're not the person in my in my life that that matters. Yeah. So that's my um, that's uh, th this week's quote of the day in my yeah. <laughs> in my world. <laughs> So, your integration then at home, um, mm. how did that? How did that go from? Well, this is tough to start getting a hold of it. Did you get to a point Oof. where you were like, did you get to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, this is really hard, and this, and get to a point where you start going, okay, I think I'm starting to become comfortable with it and coming out the other end of it. Yeah, it took some time. Um, it it went uh, uh, it went dark before it got light. That was for sure. Um, I think simply because I and again, Soltara made a um, an amazing uh, job in regards to integration. We had several in integration talks um, um, with one of their facilitators. Um, they they really you know they they weren't shy at banging the. <laughs> The, the 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 drum uh, that uh, be careful guys when you come home uh, make sure that you 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 develop some you know a med meditation practice some kind of practices in general in order to help you um, manifest um, what you learned and I kind of I said yeah yeah I will do I will meditate I will do this but I I didn't I didn't understand how important it was so. Um, December um, and even in January, I remember we were talking um, a lot on the phone, and I, I, I tried outwardly. I tried to be strong, but inwardly, I, I, w I just, I had a sensation, or my, my my sense of of being lost became bigger and bigger, and it was be it was uh, partly because of. Um, um, kind of what I what I just said just now. You you come back from, you know, a, a different outer world, and no one understands you. You can't talk to your to your family about it because they unless you know unless you've experienced an orgasm, you don't know what it is to have an orgasm. So unless you've unless you've experienced um, uh, a mind altering substance, you can't you can't grasp the the gravity of of what happened. So I couldn't talk to my friends. Um, poor Sarah, who, who you know, um, 
um, the beautiful uh, love in my life she 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 couldn't really help because she didn't she didn't understand um, I got more and more depressed meanwhile I went to bloody Costa Rica to be, be less depressed and here I am coming back almost worse than I I left um, I didn't understand what was happening to me um, I'm not answering your question no, no, to no. be honest with you it, I don't really know when um, it got better but luckily you know through our conversations um, I reconnected with um, with another friend um, and we we suddenly unraveled the um, at least the psychedelic experience side and and managed to find community where we were so um, time heals um, almost every wound um, and that happened to me so in terms then of the how did the call come for that second retreat? Were you still, was it a case of thinking, oh, I'm in this place and I feel like this is going to help me push it through? Or it's just like mm. this, it, you sensed that more work was required for the place that you were in? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I, th I, I, I recently um, spoke to someone. I'm sorry, I'm a bit of a tangent here again. No, 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 no. But there's no tangent. But um, I just this is for me personally. Now, I think it's it's a human responsibility to have these kind of experiences. the 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 world we live in is is very harsh and very uh, um, very manipulative when it comes to this. So. To go back and uh, and readjust and um, rediscover new corners in your mind, um, 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 deeper depth of um, of your essence. Um, I think it's important. I with ayahuasca, you don't go if there's no call. You don't go if there's no um, uh, um, no desire. Um, very quickly, we we, we formed um, a group of uh, four or five people who went before, um, and I think this the second time um, I went was less for the actual medicinal experience um, of ayahuasca, but for recognizing how important community is for me, um, and. Um, this kind of links in with what I said that um, everyone constantly talks about ayahuasca and and the psychedelic experience, but there's so much more to it. Meeting the people, being, you know, if you when you meet people for the first time and you you look into their eyes and you you can see their pain, you can see their vulnerability without any reservation. And you are able to show your pain and vulnerability without any reservation. That's when you form community. And and this feeling uh, to me gave me uh, um, was also necessary to kind of continue in my uh, in, in then the life back and what I'm working towards. Um, having said that, I had a very profound experience also. Um, Actually, the, the second time round there, the, the the community aspect was much much deeper, and it links in again to to what I need. We're still in in touch. I think from our first week, every now and then there's a bit of 
there was a Zoom call. I couldn't participate. Every now and then, there's an email, mainly from you. <laughs> you're, you're holding the the, the last uh, um, um, the last bit of of uh, connection there. Um, but with uh, uh, the group of the second time, there was a deep uh, bond forged. Quite special. Hmm. Cool. So, what from the experience then of your second time? Uh, what how did that was it was the experience then from the second time really more around the development of the community then as opposed to then you say the actual medicine experience or did the medicine experience give you a second wave of expansion because i guess that's a key thing as mm. well as saying mm. so many people only have the opportunity to do this once mm. and and you go from a position of not knowing to a position of knowing and then you mm. take that away but to go again is a truly remarkable thing as well mm. because you you also you go prior to your first one without knowing and then mm. you you learn so the, mm. you then go in your second one, the only frame of reference you have is your first experience. So you kind mm. of assume you're going to go through the same thing again. But really it's like the whole expansion is completely, mm. I guess you need to probably go on two to realize that, oh, actually it's infinite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, to that matter also between the, um, what the, the first retreat, did it opened um, the floodgates to a much deeper appreciation of psychedelic uh, medicines? Um, so very quickly, I I, uh, I was able to try other uh, other medicines, um, um, which opened my my awareness of the the worst thing I can do for the next time I went down to Costa Rica is to expect anything. So I, I really, um, from the get-go, I, I signed a contract with me and said, okay, I'm not going um, and and hope or expect anything. What will come will come. Um, I had the, the first night, I, I didn't, uh, because we were, <laughs> uh, we were um, experienced uh, guests, mm. we didn't have to take the small in initiative dose. So I, I said, uh, "Look, I'm here for for four ceremonies. I want to take each ceremony as uh, um, as deeply as I can." And the the uh, and I'm still waiting for the for the revelation. But I remember that that ceremony was quite a, a visually intense one, um, but less with me understanding what the the visions mean, but um, just very typical ayahuasca. Um, Uh, or DMT visions, you know, the, the ship, the lot of Shipibo patterns. Um, Shipibo is the, 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 the tribe the Mayastras are from. I saw kind of gnomes and, uh, and maybe gremlins kind of, uh, lurking in the corner and all this. And I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't by, by no means uh, menacing at any point. I was really happy because the, the first week or the first time uh, there, I didn't have much of a, of a visual experience. So now I was really pleased with myself that I, I was able to, to see the typical DMT patterns. Um, and then I had this incredible revelation about something in me. 
And I, I still feel now how, how physically I felt um, I, needed, I need to let this part go of me. And out of nowhere, I had such a huge perch that even the facilitator doing ceremony said, whoa, Roman, that was a nice perch <laughs> in the middle of ceremony. <laughs> and I said, yeah. The, the funny thing is, I don't remember what it was. But something of me, I let go something of me. And, and that was the time when I realized, okay, here's magic at work. There's there's a um, there is something deeper that is that you that is it's not for you to understand it's just for you to feel, right? Mm -hmm. um, because understanding comes from a very cerebral intellectual context, but when you feel something, and and there the, there's a gnosis uh, in you that something's changed, you trust it. Now I I could I could desperately go about my day and say oh what was it I, I, des I what what did I shed of me does it matter if it made me a better person and I I hope every time I I, I do have um uh, I do have these experiences um I do become a better person I become more loving I become more understanding I you know um, and then you can rattle off the adjectives that you like to see in yourself um. Um, for a moment, I tried to uh, to 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 viscerally understand what happened, but the next day I spoke to one of the facilitators and I said, "Look, um, what do I do here?" And I said, "Well, does it matter? What would change if you now know um, w what part of you was was released? If it was a a, a, a not beneficial part, then who cares? Mm -hmm. Either way, you know." Um, and and in there itself lies also um, um, a lesson to to understand. Do we need to understand everything? Well, maybe not. Sometimes you know, life uh, life life just happens for us, and that's fine. The one thing that came to mind was um, when I did my um, when I did my episode about my story. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. Josh, who had been on my second episode, because he kindly uh, stepped in to hold space for me. Mm. And I was doing my typical thing of like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 talking about being complete and when complete can come. <laughs> and he just kind of said, what part of you feels that being complete is necessary? Mm. And then I was just like, oh, mm. oh. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> and then you're like, no, that, 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 that's <laughs> let, let me call you back. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you're just like, but 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 I need I need completeness, <laughs> mm. um, which is just it's my monkey process that mm. you're just kind of like that. It's always like, oh, this whether it's you know so many things that you're still not letting go of something, mm. and it's just what what part of you feels that being complete is necessary, and you're just like mm. that is a that is a quote to meditate on. Mm. Not, that I'm, not that I'm very good at meditating or giving mm. myself any opportunity to meditate. Um, mm. But yeah, it's th that's. I think the second phrase was uh, is much uh, exactly uh, much much more true yeah. than the first. Yeah. yeah, but but what you said resonated with that um, mm. statement that you're just like, wow, like yeah, that's a key. That's a key thing. So, so from your mm. um, 
from your returning home from that second se second mm. uh, retreat, was that then a lot easier to return home and begin your integration process? Or was it still yeah. <laughs> fairly dis destabilizing? Uh, no, th this one was, uh, it, there was some elements of, um, um, of destabilization. But what we did was, and I this I recommend to anybody um, who is embarking on, on such a beautiful adventure, um, we booked a, a hotel in Costa Rica and uh, and stayed there for four nights. Um, uh, that stay in itself uh, is worth a, a podcast, so I won't be going into it. But just to sit with um, uh, uh, fellow guests, right? That you spend the week there again, and and take a step away from from uh, from the retreat center, and go swimming, have a massage, you know, have breakfast. Um, I, I know what I'm talking here also about is is a very um, luxurious add-on to the whole experience already. You know, who can who can take out one week of their their busy lives? Uh, and then add another couple of days to 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 chill in a hotel. Um, we have all work uh, jobs to go to. We have uh, you know family and uh, and all that. Um, but if you look at the 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 complexness of what you went through, another two or three days to to just let this um, whole experience settle in and and even just for for yourself to make sense of what happened. I think it's important uh, to to not straight go back um, into into three D reality. Yeah, for me, I know that. I mean, you you know full well the the bumpy road that I put myself through, mm. or what was needing to be released. And again, I always say mm. that I don't regret the process at all. Um, mm. I see it as it is. My only regret I have is what it did to my family. Um, mm. In a way, I feel like I got the benefit out of it, but I'm not necessarily sure that they mm. did. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but um, And then it's all very well when they've kind of gone through hell having to deal with you and then me going, ah, mm. I don't regret that at all. <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, fuck you. How, how dare you? What you put us through? Um, but um, I, I mean, I had my number of months off work, which was a necessity. Um, mm. But I know that if I was to do it again, I feel like I would want to do it at a time when I, because I'm a contractor. I feel like mm -hmm. I would I would want to do it at a time when a contract finished and I didn't renew a contract and mm -hmm. I could then take the time to say I don't even want to think about coming mm -hmm. back and having to do any work. Mm -hmm. um, I know that the three, the pressure of having to kind of try and hold down my job whenever I was going through that mm -hmm. was difficult, which kind of caused it. But, mm -hmm. but having the stepping away from it and starting the process without having to work was what needed to happen. Mm. But I just remember thinking how much I enjoyed not working. Um, mm. But it's always the case of, okay, this I respect enough to go, yeah, who knows what's going to happen on the other side of it. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be coming back and going to work. But um, but then obviously that's just not necessarily reality. Everybody's different. Mm. Um, mm. 
But it's funny because, I mean, I've, uh, you know, I was always, oh, I've never, do- I could never even could contemplate doing it again. Uh, and I remember I'll, I remember our, our mutual friend, that I'll call him, uh, and I was chatting to him. He said, uh, Mario. He, he said, he said, he said, one, one day you're going to find yourself with that cup in your hand or something. And I'm just mm. like, mm. really? <laughs> he said, mm. it, he said it's so certain. And I was just well. like, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any choice in the matter. Um, hmm. but, uh, but I, I think uh, I think there's some truth to it. <laughs> sorry oh, to no 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 <laughs> to, no, no, to jump on. Uh... No, but but what I'm saying is I've gone through all of this and all this kind of contemplation and and I did this new today's ramblings. Um, so to, I did a 20 minute episode a couple of days ago because I just all of a sudden had some contemplation about some of my things. And I mm. just thought, what, what am I going to do with these thoughts? Am I going to write them down? I said, no, fuck it. I'm going to like record an episode. Nice. And, and I just said, I just called it today's ramblings. And I'm just like, maybe I'll never do another one. But I was mm. like, at the time, I'm like, this feels like the perfect place to put it. Mm. And it was my kind of contemplation on seeing, you know, my, it was two things. One of them was, I, I I talked about my connection to my true self that I had a flashing image of, and I always mm. imagine that this that there's a stream between the two of us, mm. and he and he's over there, my true self as a little Buddha, and I think I want to, I try and imagine myself going over and crossing the stream to be with him, but I can't imagine that, and all of a sudden I just thought, I've been shown what's possible but I'm not ready to cross the stream yet. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, and then I, you think about what is your, um, what emphasis do you put on your ceremonies and stuff? And I know that I say that I had mm. fairly mild ceremonies. And I also put in that saying, it makes sense to me that I wasn't ready for the full experience at that time. Mm. And mm. my experience was all about becoming accustomed with the process like mm. our first ceremony when nothing happened to any of us we say oh that was the whole that was the maestros getting us accustomed to what was coming mm. and then it's almost like that first retreat for me was the case of the 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 larger thing that might come in the future the the foundation to say okay you've got this i mean also i mean i i don't trivialize it because at the same time it's like yeah i felt like some things were being shaken loose in me um and i remember thinking my you know, my shoulders were shaking and stuff and i remember thinking oh is that my trauma and stuff being released or mm-hmm. something being released that's been stuck and it's like and that's going to it's not coming tonight but it'll come at some point and whether that is the you know the anxiety and all that kind of stuff that kind of came out later but um yeah so it's something potentially bigger that's kind of coming down the road mm. um and all of this is is leading to it and me personally i'm like the best thing about all these podcasts is i get to learn from everybody that i speak to and i've got so far i've had seven different points of view uh 
that just like it's all invaluable and it's all completely mm. completely different and you can never mm. even imagine what's going to come out um mm. yeah it's just having these conversations is just so important for anybody who is brought to be to listening to it mm. um but i'm getting so much benefit out of it um and it's yeah i just i just love it so far um uh so you're kind of looking for you're now at this stage now where you're ready to embark on your next hmm. um did you how how did the call for this emerge um well our um uh, mutual friend and uh, previous uh, guest on your show uh, cordy yeah. she is uh, she's the one who uh, who sent out the bat signal she's organizing uh, this retreat uh, um in peru itself so and now now this time we're not going into the fancy um fancy retreat center in in soltara but uh um but really to the jungle in peru um i think the the mod cons and uh, and any kind of luxury are, are very minimal um but this is what i always wanted um the, so when she kind of said guys this is um this is what's happening um, um if you feel cold uh, called again or or called uh, to come come with us um so it was an invite was it yeah she she sent um Basically, in the in the in the WhatsApp group that we have created from the last group, mm. she just sent out and says, "Look, I'm, I'm organizing this. Whoever is interested, um, it would be amazing to 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 sit in ceremony and share the space with you." And for a long time, I was very unsure um, whether this is the right time, whether this is um, 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 I'm I'm ready to go yet. I I, I always. Um, originally, I said I would love to go once a year, um, wherever, and uh, uh, and sit in ceremony. For the for the very reasons I, I mentioned earlier, I think it's to me personally, it's a it's an invaluable kind of um, reminder of who I am. So um, it oh, it took a long time for me to to pay the actually to come up with the deposit at first, um, uh, and then pay it. And but but even. Um, even now, I'm 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 not uh, I'm not wondering whether it's the right time, but um, but um, the, the closer I get, the more scared I am. But that's a normal thing. Uh, this kind of the, the fear mechanisms in, in us is normal. Um, and I, the the bottom line is is just respect to to the medicine. I want to um, uh, be, be respectful to the process, um, to the tradition. So with that comes a responsibility. The the, the final kind of the the, the straw um, that do you say broke the camel's back? Is that the right thing to say in this uh, yeah. circumstance? Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. <laughs> one 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 day I will master this language. <laughs> You're doing just great. Um, thank you. Um, um, it's a, a long conversation I had with uh, with um, our mutual friend who is also going. Um, and and he said poignantly, uh, "Look, I'm not going 
to to get another message or another sign from the universe i think by now through the last three years i i have a um uh, 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 an encyclopedia of of um signs and angel numbers and and universal uh, um uh, indications but i um he said i i i need courage now from uh, from ayahuasca for whatever is lying ahead and that resonated with me that really uh, uh you know when when especially a close friend says something and you go hmm, yeah you you got a point there and it didn't feel that i'm i'm kind of trying to 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 fool myself into it but it 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 really resonated resonated um so much that i <clears throat> i contemplated um this approach much deeper um and i felt felt good about it and then i i, I look at the world that that we have created in the last two years um and 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 currently create um around us this is not a space of political announcement and i'm not i'm not uh, i'm not going to um but i think what we've seen through the pandemic in the last two years um and now with the, the war in 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 the ukraine um i need to i need to become an even better person i need to become an even more courageous person to somehow help put more love out there and as as corny and as as um as silly this might sound to someone but I, right now i'm i'm convinced that the only way out is with untethered unconditional undivided love to each other there there's no more room for for small talk there's no more room for dilly-dallying the, the more opportunities we have to speak to uh, to other people and become freaks the better it is the the bigger freak i can be um the better it is so that people around me um they they may laugh at me they might smile at me but if they see that i'm a good person that my 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 actions are all based from from a place of of loving awareness then so be it but i need courage for that and and that's why um um again you shouldn't have expectations but my expectations and demands to mother ayahuasca is give me give I, me courage <laughs> i demand courage <laughs> either way when i'm on that plane home i'd better have a big dose of courage <laughs> yeah. i bring an empty suitcase and if that suitcase is not full of courage otherwise i will, i want a refund <laughs> <laughs> but jokes aside i am um, um uh my heart wears heavy at the moment um i i i i worry and uh, uh and stress what world we are creating i don't know whether you know charles eisenstein um a beautiful thinker of our time and uh, actually i'm going to share with you um uh, he wrote a story it's called the gathering of the tribes hmm. um maybe can you can put this in the show notes or something it's, yeah, a, please. it's a beautiful please, story definitely yes um 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 but he speaks about um um the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible so and and he pointedly says it's not maybe possible or could be possible but our hearts know is possible and 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 this resonates with me i you know in in our um essence uh, when we when we ask our inner child we all know what's right and wrong we just get blinded by the false gods that we're following 
social media um, um, the money the cars the 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 external this these external validations that we are that we're following that that that's that's leading us to to the place where we're now where we are you know um, start you know we're the precipice of world war three what the fuck uh, well, what, why and there's no need for it We've risen above it. We, 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 we've shown we are better humans. And yet we, we, we fall into the same kind of mechanisms. And for better or worse, I want to somehow be part of, of the movement that makes this world a little better place. And as I said, the letter I wrote to Madagascar is give me some courage. So here we are. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, I think, mm. I think that's, I mean, that. I think that sounds like a a beautiful place for us to I don't know it just completes this com- this conversation hmm. um you know I really want to I really want to thank you for wanting to be a part of this I knew this was going to be a great conversation every everybody that wants to come forward it's a great conversation I was really looking forward to this so really looking forward to connecting hmm. with you again hmm. um It's just, yeah, it's been a wonderful, uh, yeah, it's been a wonderful journey, this conversation and all the things that we've kind of, mm. have come to, that have come together during this. Mm. Um, and I would love to invite you back at some point when you return, uh, mm. if you would like to do that, um, to see a, a kind of before and after period you can come and tell us <laughs> you can come and showcase all the courage that you brought back <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or if not i come crying back she didn't give me any <laughs> yes it was so um, unfair <laughs> <laughs> she gave me more fear exactly <laughs> she didn't listen to me yeah. she's gonna say well you know you, you're not just gonna get You're not just going to come come here with your empty suitcase and fill it up mm. with a, fill it up with <laughs> yeah, courage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give you some you arrogant schmuck. <laughs> give you, give you some cryptic message that you've got to go away and decipher. Mm, yeah, decipher. Like, hmm, that wasn't quite uh, <laughs> that wasn't quite what I was expecting. But uh, yeah, and and to be honest with you, jokes aside, this is pretty much oh, this is uh, probably what's going to happen. But yeah. I will. Um, yeah, I I would love to um, uh, to take you. Uh, to to accept the the invitation, yeah. of course, but obviously in in your own time. So, yeah, mm. I'm really, I I'm so grateful for you to come on here and join me in this, um, and yeah, I wish you so much luck. Not need luck, but I wish you well. Mm. Should I say so well on mm. your on your journey to Peru? Uh, I know mm. you're going to be in a great in a great space. Um, mm. and yeah, I really look forward to, to catching up with you when you kind of get back. So thank you. Gordon. Good. Thank good you luck. for this conversation. Thank you for, um, for allowing me to share, um, hopefully valuable, maybe some silly, silly sentences. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, your podcast is, uh, is a great, uh, great place for, for people to learn. Thank you for, thank, for doing it. Thank you so much. Thanks for making it through to the end. I really hope you enjoyed the content and managed to get something out of it. Remember, if you liked it, I'd love it if you clicked follow to be notified of future episodes. And also, it would be gratefully appreciated if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested. Hope to see you again.